Hello, and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach and proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach. In its ninth year, soon to be 10th year, five-time winner of Best of Gwinnett Award in Endocrinology, Diabetes, and Metabolism Practices. Rachel Sherry and I invite you to visit wholefoodhealthcoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Work Well is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I share my research, my opinion, and my faith, designed to bring you compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. Work Well comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. Together in partnership with Katherine Wigman of Georgia MD Direct, the direct primary care clinic located in Swanee, Georgia, Dr. Katherine operates on a monthly membership fee and does not take insurance, but members like me have a phone number to reach our primary care direct uh, provider directly. From living rooms to boardrooms here on Gwinnett Business Radio X, you're listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. All right, let's do this. Um, my funny story for today is called The Christmas Angel. It was supposed to be a happy time, but it wasn't. Santa was really angry. And it was Christmas Eve and nothing was going right. Mrs. Claus had burned the Christmas cookies. The elves were complaining about not getting paid the overtime that they had put in while making toys. And the reindeer had been drinking all afternoon and they were dead drunk. They had taken the sleigh out for a spin earlier in the day and crashed it into a tree, breaking off one of the runners. Santa was beside himself with anger. I can't believe it. I've got to deliver millions of presents all over the world just in a few hours from now, and all my reindeer are drunk, my my elves are on strike, and I don't even have a Christmas tree. I sent that stupid little angel out hours ago to find a tree, and he hasn't gotten back with it yet. What am I going to do? Just then, the angel opened the door and stepped in from the snowy night, dragging the Christmas tree behind him. Yo, Santa, he said, where do you want me to stick the Christmas tree this year? And thus the tradition of angels perched atop a Christmas tree came to pass. (laughs) All right, hopefully that made you chuckle. And um, no letters, please. All right, so um, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that each week I seek to offer you inspiration and information. I love to encourage you to challenge yourself a little bit, change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something, or restart something. We had an amazing year, January, with new beginnings. And here we are almost looking at the new year again. We need more more new beginnings. In February, we did Heart Health Month. And then in March, we did the Marvelous Marriage Marathon Month, which next year, my husband and I, on our March marathon, will be 50 years of marriage. Yeah, yes. Woo! April is Spring Clean. And then in May, we did some Women's Health and Men's Health in June. And then July, we talked about aging gracefully as I turned 60. 
65, maybe not quite as gracefully as I would like. August, we went back to school and did some personal development. In September, it was fall forward, all about self-care and how to take care of yourself better. October, we leaned in a lot to relationships. In November, we spent a lot of time on attitude and how to keep them good and how to deal with them when they when it's raining outside. And hopefully you listen to those because those are two of my favorites, actually. And then this month, it's merrymaking month. Last time we were together was joy to your world and how to keep some joy in your life. And today's topic, drum roll, is kind of a newspaper headline, Whoville Wisdom Leads to Grinch 2.0. All right, so I want to say, first of all, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to Mike Salmon and Dan Braverman, my producers here at Gwinnett Business Radio X, and to you, my amazing listeners, and uh, specifically my siblings, Ellen, Joe, Paula, Ken, and Sheila. So grateful for you, siblings. And a very special Christmas wish to my precious husband, Jack, my number one fan. Also to our sons, Jeremy and Chad and their families. Thanks for listening, boys. It really means the world to me that you make time to listen to your mama. And I love you very much. A very special Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to Rachel Souza and Sherry Davis, the coaching team at Whole Food Health Coach, along with my uh, myself and the work that we do. Thank you all for encouraging me to pursue a dream in broadcast journalism through podcasting. This has been a super fun year here at Gwinnett Business Radio X. It's my final episode for 2023, so let's get to it. So, tis the season. A lot of times people say, well, tis the season to be jolly. Other people take a deep breath and says, tis the season to overcommit, overspend, overmedicate, overopinionate, overstimulate, overcomplicate, overconsume, overeat, and overwhelm our wallet, our calendar, and our immune system. Becoming overweight, overwrought, overextended, overbooked, overworked, and just plain over it. (laughs) So when it comes to food, a lot of people talk to me about the Thanksgiving meals and some of the things that really can sabotage us. And I always say pretty much the same thing. It's not what you do from Thanksgiving to New Year's. It's what you do from New Year's to Thanksgiving that makes all the difference. So some with gifts, it's the same way. Don't stress to impress, I tell my clients and myself. Don't spend your entire annual gift budget in one month. After all, you might want to buy a big gift in March for our 50th anniversary. And so let's talk about gifts. I've mentioned this before, but it might surprise you that the statistics show that 53.1% of people report to receiving unwanted gifts during Christmas. $16 billion is wasted on unwanted gifts every year. 18% of gifts are never used by the person who receives them. And 4% are immediately thrown in the trash. And sadly, I have some allergies, so I cannot do anything with fragrances. So whether it's a candle or lotions and all these well-meaning people that want to give me something really, really special, those are not things I can use. So typically they will be um, re-gifted quickly or at least set outside because I avoid migraines. Um, so perfumes or anything like that just aren't good for me. So there's uh, there's a lot of people um, who 
mean well with their amazing gifts. And But we do have to keep those things in mind. And there is some good news, actually, in the research that I was looking at for the perfect gift for the person that you love. A review of six studies actually proved that gift receivers liked gifts better when companionized or shared with their gift giver. So these studies found that sharing in the experience leads the gift recipients to enjoy their gifts more and feel closer to the gift giver. I know that's true for me. Okay, well, let's get to our topic for today because um, we're going to take a trip to Whoville. And you know the one, Whoville, a fictional town created by author Theodore Seuss Geisel. We know him better as Dr. Seuss, and I love to quote my famous doctor, Dr. Seuss. Whoville first appeared in 1954 in the book Horton Hears a Who, and later in 1957 book How the Grinch Stole Christmas. In 2000, it became a Christmas fantasy comedy directed by Ron Howard, who also produced, and the film was based on Dr. Seuss's 1957 children's book by the same name. And the first Dr. Seuss book to be adapted into a full-length feature film. The Grinch, masterfully played by Jim Carrey, centers around this grumpy green creature who lives alone in a cave on nearby Mount Crumpet and despises the celebrations, the happiness of Christmas so much that he attempts to sabotage their holiday plans in Whoville to essentially steal their Christmas. The Grinch was hairy, smelly, hateful, selfish, menace known for his bad behavior. The Grinch is often only remembered for his grinchiness. But there's more to the story and more to his story and usually ours, at least more of this Grinch to be known. So if we were to look at the backstory, there's a little bit more behind the story. The Grinch arrived in Whoville as a baby and was adopted by two elderly women. In school, the Grinch was infatuated with a girl in his class. He was ridiculed and bullied by his classmates. That Christmas, the Grinch made an angel as a gift for the girl, then attempted to shave his hairy face, accidentally cutting himself several times. When the teacher and the rest of the class saw the results, they all laughed at him. The Grinch lost his temper, declared his hatred for Christmas, and fled to Mount Crumpet, where he lived in solitary, scheming life ever since. Now, that's no excuse for bad behavior, but it does give us a little bit of context. So, first of all, I just want to point out that he was alone. Now about those hoots inviting me down there on such short notice. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. 4.30, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. 7 o'clock, wrestle with myself. Loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I bump the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. So he was alone, but he certainly had a busy schedule with himself, which isn't a bad thing. I think we need to spend a little more time with ourselves. But he definitely spent a lot of time alone, and he was bored. Am I just eating because I'm bored? 
sometimes we do just eat because we're bored, but it talked about him being alone and being bored. And then he was remembering all the bad and sad things, and those things, of course, made him mad. So bad, sad, made him mad. So he said, blast this Christmas. It's joyful and triumphant. Hate, hate, hate. Double hate, loathe entirely. I can't do it like Jim Carrey can, but you get the point. And hopefully you've watched it. And then and then the thing is that he only saw the externals of the season, the physical stuff that only distra- actually distracts us from the real reason for the season. When who's young and old would sit down to a feast, and they'll feast, and they'll feast. And they'll feast, 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 feast. There is there who pudding and rare who roast beast. Something I just cannot stand in lynched. Oh no. I'm speaking in rhyme. That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's always been about. Gifts. Gifts. Gifts, 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 gifts. gifts. You want to know what happens to your gifts? They all come to me. In your garbage. You see what I'm saying? In your garbage! I could hang myself with all the bad Christmas neckties I found at the dump. And the avarice. The avarice never ends! I want golf clubs, I want diamonds, I want a pony so I can ride it twice, get bored, and sell it to make glue! Look, I don't want to make waves, but this whole Christmas season is stupid, stupid, stupid! And it can be stupid, 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 if only things that you're looking at are the physical side of things. And that was really all that he had his eyes on at the time. I loved it when he started to rhyme, and it was like, oh, no, I'm, like, becoming one of them. And one person's trash is another person's treasure. Obviously, the neckties and all the things that came into the dump, he made a wardrobe of them and used those things. But he didn't have what really mattered. He didn't have a family. He walked away from them. And all of those, actually, who could have been a family to him. And unlike the truth found in the statement from Cindy Lou Who, I don't need anything more for Christmas than what is right here, my family. She revealed even more of her kindness toward others in the statements that she made towards the Grinch over time. But she even asked Santa, Santa, don't forget the Grinch. I know he's mean and hairy and smelly, and his hands are cold and clammy, but I think he's kind of sweet. And maybe she was the only one who saw that sweetness because she looked a little bit deeper maybe than the others did. She also said, no matter how different a who may appear, he will always be welcome with holiday cheer. Is that what's in our heart today and throughout this season? I hope it is. No one should be alone on Christmas. I agree with Cindy Lou. I used to, uh, I love the one time when the Grinch said I could use a little social interaction, and most of us can. We've got lots of parties coming up starting tonight, one tomorrow, one Saturday night, next week, several. And sometimes it becomes more 
obligatory than enjoyment. But for the most part, I'm always glad when I get home and say, I love those people. That was so much fun. So even the Grinch needs a little social interaction. So maybe there's a Grinch in your life that you could invite over to your party. And then the Grinch said, I am all toasty inside. Maybe it'll make him all toasty inside. He's feeling. I know that he wanted to do something truly bad to the town of Whoville and all of the people and really destroy Christmas. But remember, just as he was about to push the sack off the top of Mount Crumpet, the Grinch hears the people singing. Realizing he has failed to prevent the festivities. He understands there's more to it. There's a true meaning of Christmas. And his heart starts to grow three times larger than it was before. And he breaks down in tears. I love the narration at this point. It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And then his confession, which made all the difference. I am the Grinch that stole Christmas, and I am sorry. I love that he saw what he was about to do, saw that he couldn't really do it even after all, even if he took all the boxes and bags and packages and food and anything that meant Christmas externally because he couldn't really steal Christmas. Christmas isn't something that you can steal. Cindy Lou who said, you can't hurt Christmas because it isn't about the gifts or the contest or the fancy lights or food. And that's so true. Thinking about it right now helps me to just slow down in our stress-to-impress type season. But I want to be more like Cindy Lou Who, and I'm going to challenge you to do the same. She saw the true meaning of Christmas. She loved her family and her friends and her town. She wasn't focused on the gifts or give me more of this or more of that. She didn't need more of anything but the people who made Christmas special for her. She wasn't afraid to bring the truth, but spoke correction kindly, sympathetically, and she did it with compassion. She spoke the truth in love, like Ephesians 4, 15 instructs us to do. She saw the good in everyone, even the mean, green, hairy, smelly Grinch with cold, clammy hands. She called out his hidden and buried self that just wanted to be loved cared about, and included. She saw a needy Grinch and gave him another chance. She does what I believe we all should do, and that's to look beyond the faults and see the needs. We often write people off, never looking at the other side of the story, like I'm the one I'm giving you now and the one I'm encouraging us to do. 
the second half of the story, I suppose. And Cindy Lou, who I think was the real hero of this story, especially in Grinch's life for Grinch's second act, his change of heart happened because of one little six-year-old girl. She saw something in the Grinch that no one had seen. She did something for the Grinch that no one had done. She gave the Grinch something that no one had given him. I also want to be like the Grinch, or at least Grinch 2.0, the new and improved Grinch, after the reboot, after the upgrade. His heart grew and changed his focus, changed his life, and changed his future and possibly the future of the whole town. He accepted the truth. He'd been a liar and a thief and a hater most of his life. He accepted her words, slowly at first and probably not 100%, but he opened his heart to hear the words. He acknowledged and confessed his bad behavior and asked forgiveness, saying, I stole Christmas. I'm sorry. Grinches are not born Grinches. Grinches become Grinches through unhealed hurt. You see, hurting people hurt people. The Grinch was fixed on retaliation, retribution, driven by pain of rejection, and fueled by unresolved anger and bitterness. His own self-talk, rehearsing those things that have happened to him all his life and how he would deal with that. I don't want to be known for my failures, of which there are many, If we look back at Stephanie beta version, we are well past that now, of course, with every update. I think I've grown a bit, and I still have a lot of growing to do. I've improved some and become more of what I believe God has in mind for me to be. I want to be known for the journey that I've been on, not just the single worst thing I've ever done. I want to accept the help of a friend who reaches out to me in love, take responsibility, and make the necessary restitution, like Grinch 2.0. So if you find yourself feeling Grinchy, I encourage you to watch the movie, maybe with a little different perspective after this podcast. Maybe go for a run or take a hike. Call a Cindy Lou Who in your life. Play, it's a wonderful time of year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Or other Christmas favorites that you might love. And sing them at the top of your lungs. Because that really increases endorphins, honestly. Or dance around the house. Take a deep cleansing breath. And remember what is most important. Your list may be important. But what is more important? Shut up the negative self-talk. It'll only make you more grinchy. Listen to all of my podcasts. There are over 60 of them now. Call Whole Food Health Coach and talk about it if you need to. And by all means possible, do not be alone. No one should be alone at Christmas. Christmas Day will always be just as long as we have we, said the narrator of The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. We have we. Confession and repentance brought reward and restoration to the Grinch. Confession and repentance brought reward and restoration to me, my marriage, my family, my faith, and future. Pretty healthy now because of it. 
and continue to be moved in that direction. That's my goal. So confession and repentance can bring reward and restoration to you too. Christmas is coming. Jesus is the reason for the season. So my closing thoughts for you is, it was the love and attention of a six-year-old girl speaking the truth that melted the cold, hard, hurting heart of the Grinch in the famous story by Dr. Seuss. His heart was healed, his life was changed, his future bright as he embraced the family of Whoville. What would it take for your heart to heal? What would it take for you to reach out to heal the heart of another? Remember, Christmas is coming. You can't take the Christ out of Christmas any more than the Grinch could have stole Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. You've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. And Dr. Katherine Wigman of the Direct Primary Care Clinic in Suwannee, Georgia, Georgia MD. Any procedure or test that can be done in an office is included and even after hours visits. Dr. Catherine has been my personal primary care physician through this membership for the past two years, and I'm delighted that we are now partners in health. Go to georgiamdirect.com to see if this amazing membership is for you. And as always, for information about the Whole Food Health Coach, our corporate wellness programs, virtual classes, or our individual coaching programs, go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Our coaching is available virtually anywhere in the country. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next time live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life.